the biggest movie of the year. Today I am talking about Barbie. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. everyone, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about Barbie, which I finally got to see. Um, didn't really, didn't get a chance to see it in theaters, and heard, obviously, a bunch of discussion about it, and, like, what is or what isn't in the movie in many cases. And, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, I'll get, for the reasons I'll get into, and then also understand where the critiques come from, because it is kind of a mainstream movie that's going at kind of the base level of uh, feminism and patriarchy and how they intertwine. But, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. So without further ado, let's get started. Barbie being the biggest movie of the year didn't surprise me. They marketed the hell out of it. They got a bunch of charming stars playing every bit to the rafters. Greta Gerwig is a proven filmmaker who had a clear creative vision for the film. And in a slew of samey throw everything, including comedy, drama, and action superhero fare, it felt like a breath of fresh air. What did surprise me, and continues to surprise me, is that in a movie landscape where Oppenheimer was released the same day, Barbie became the hot political talking point. Whether it was right-wing figures pretending to see and hate the movie the day it came out, critiques that the movie didn't go far enough in its feminist critiques, or even undercutting the individual performances because they weren't as thematically important. It's been a mess out there. And I stayed out of it, mostly because I hadn't seen the movie. Now I have, and I think it's a lot of fun, while also acknowledging its limitations as a critique of gender roles. Margot Robbie stars as Barbie, specifically stereotypical Barbie, who lives in the magical realm of Barbie World, a women-led utopia far removed from the real world it supposedly saved. But when Barbie begins to experience an existential crisis, she'll have to visit the human world to find herself, her purpose, and perhaps change Barbie World for the better. So I think Barbie is best enjoyed and understood as what it is versus what it isn't. What it is, is a cartoonish, fun-for-all-ages comedy that comes with more than a healthy dose of what I'll dub Feminism 101, which in turn means it has plenty of blind spots that I will address. But first, the highlights. First, amazing production design. One of the reasons I imagine that this movie feels like a giant breath of fresh air is how much work was put into physical locations and sets for this movie. Like, sure, the deep-cut references in characters, costumes, and even dream houses are all great, but the fact that they made them for real means that the shift between Barbie world and our world is tactile and obvious in look and feel, and even color scheme, because damn, the real world looks dirty. I also have a ton of love for a director who's willing to put in the same kind of love and attention to joke segments like, <laughs> like the 50s would, including extra sets, dance routines, and musical numbers. This also means that the shift, when Ken comes back from the real world and changes up Barbie world, is just as abrasive as it would feel for the Barbies. We also have great performances across the board. I can't say enough about this cast, who all turn in exactly what this movie needs for them. Kate McKinnon getting to do her weird thing as weird Barbie is a delight, Issa Rae as President Barbie is perfect, America Ferreira is great as this movie's main speech giver, and Will Ferrell being the Mattel CEO for a movie that feels heavily inspired by the Lego movie is on-the-nose goodness. Also, hell yes to a movie that includes a collection of races, body types, and even a trans woman playing Barbies and Kens. But the MVPs have to be Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. 
Admittedly, Gosling gets the fun part in the movie, as a movie-length representation of insecure masculinity played to an absurd degree, but also, he's so fucking good at it. He knows when to deadpan, and he knows when to shriek like an idiot. Hell, he even nails the ridiculously earwormy pop ballad, I'm Just Ken. Really, he hoping he gets some nominations for this, because he crushes every line. Robbie gets the thankless heavy lifting here, having to operate as the movie's driving force and dramatic anchor, which means going through a perpetual existential crisis throughout the movie. There is a deep irony that in a movie about women's a woman's self-discovery that a man gets to have a ton of fun and the woman has to have the full emotional roller coaster, but that's also kind of the point. The movie needs Robbie's dramatic chops to sell when Barbie is having real trouble, when she's playing things for laughs and everything in between, and she fits that perfectly. We also have a solid blend of silly, sincere, and cultural critique. The main takeaway from this movie is that it's fun. It's very silly and has some things to say about women's role in our current society, in a method that is a few shades away from saying it straight into camera. But in terms of blockbuster comedy fare, this is great. The gags range from fun sight gags and puns and even quick bits of added commentary that blends really well with Barbie's journey from oblivious to awakened and beyond. Shit, this movie slides in a Citizens United takedown in the intro, so I'm not going to complain. Even the meta jokes, which to some extent I've grown tired of, are perfectly timed to hit as a refresher within the film's most dramatic moments, before kicking things back into silly overdrive. It's just fun to see a movie that's, well, having fun. Barbie is feminist critique, on the other hand, a mixed bag. I think there are a lot of good points within Barbie, so I'm going to highlight them before digging into what I imagine a lot of folks are going to have trouble with. The movie's fine main points seem to be, at least from my perspective, is first, one, that being a woman in modern, specifically American society is a double-edged sword where you can never please anyone. Two, patriarchy is alive and well. Three, being aware of patriarchal or any unfair structure is the first step towards progress and enlightenment. Four, everyone should have the ability to choose what kind of person they want to be and what kind of life they want. And five, patriarchy is bad for men too. Are these all surface-level critiques? Sure. But seeing them in the biggest movie of the year is pretty rad. Also, if a bunch of teenage boys see this and realize, oh shit, I'm doing it wrong, that's a good thing. The <laughs> reports of mass breakups after this movie, I actually think might be healthy. The first element is the most on the nose, just in how it's presented, because it's mostly delivered via a long monologue of the cr contradicting ideas that a woman is supposed to maintain. For instance, being sexy, but not too sexy, or being smart, but not in a way that makes anyone feel small. Honestly, this might be the movie's weakest angle, even though the point is accurate, simply because the delivery is so preachy. I think having this contradiction appear more naturally in dialogue would be more interesting and effective. Still not a bad point. Being a woman in a near is a near-impossible needle to thread in a society that demands and portrays female perfection in very specific ways. Also, as much as a young girl in the movie digs on Barbie for being a false idea of what a woman is, it doesn't challenge it too much, especially in terms of looks, and instead pushes the idea that Barbie can be average without presenting what average would be or look like, like I would go with something like a 40-something mom, but that's just me. The second point is that the patriarchy is alive and well, is actually the movie's best point from my perspective. One of my favorite thought experiments is imagining how aliens would react to our society if they arrived on our planet with no prior knowledge. In particular, how they would view things like gender roles. 
So having Barbie arrive in the real world and simply not comprehending why women aren't running things, including her own parent company run by a CEO who talks about how important the women in his life are, is a great touch. But my favorite example might be Ken's attempt to weaponize the patriarchy in the real world. It's a quick montage, but Ken trying to make a world that's tipped in his favor work for him is the best example of idiot does what he thinks oppressive system means bit I've seen since, well, no joke, Beavis and Butthead and Beavis and Butthead to the universe where they weaponize their white privilege. The joke is that only someone who doesn't understand what patriarchy actually is or is intentionally misunderstanding would assume that it just means you can skip the line and become an executive or a doctor just because you're a man. It's just means that it just means that you've had similar or even less of lesser qualifications, you have an advantage. The fewer power structures there are though, the easier this is. Hence why Ken rushes back to Barbie Land to take it over. Which brings us to point three, which is that seeing the outline of these structures is an important awakening progress, uh, awakening towards progress, or in Barbie's world, world's case, re-establishing the norms. Again, this one is a little messy since it involves a series of preachy statements to wake up the brainwashed Barbies, but I get the intent. You're trying to speed run the overthrow of Barbie's minds and undo it just as fast. Narratively, you need this to move quickly and this is a good way to do it. Functionally, I would like to see the women actually embracing some aspects of patriarchy, not because they accept the men's logic, but because it feels easier sometime. Like, sure, they can make decisions about what, what to do or what to wear, but wait, 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 they want to decide what our careers are or what we can do with our bodies? That could hit a bit harder. I think this is made up for by having their big victory centered around their constitution, but again, could be better. Number four is what the movie is building to for our stereotypical Barbie throughout the film, and I think it does this pretty well, even if I'd like a more radical take. The main conflict for Barbie is whether or not she should be a Barbie or a human being. Being Barbie is obviously much easier, and what she's known, and being a human, even in her brief stint in the real world, is very hard. That said, I wish this wasn't presented as a binary choice. I prefer a divergent path that breaks outside of the binary. But in terms of our lead character choosing for themselves, as we all should be able to, not a bad message. And finally, the biggest mixed bag message of the whole movie, that patriarchy is bad for men too. This one is strange because in some ways this is right on the money, especially in how it portrays Ken, because Ken is toxic masculinity in cartoon doll form. When we first meet Ken, he is obsessed with getting Barbie's affection. That is his only driving force. And he clearly hopes that Barbie's attention and affection will make him complete somehow. He wants her to be his and that will make him feel like a man, for some reason. His solution to guarantee this is to create a patriarchy in Barbie world. But of course, that doesn't make him happy either. As soon as Barbie demonstrates interest in someone else, he and the other Kens go to war with each other seemingly overnight. About as on the nose as patriarchy leading men to men on men violence as I can think of before the hilar hilarious identity crisis song, I'm Just Ken, where the message is, oh shit, who the fuck am I? It's all played for laughs, but yeah, that hits for me. And soon Barbie is pushing, to, pushing him to define himself outside of her. That's great. But also, didn't Barbie World kind of set him up for that? This is something I know the movie didn't really have time for, seemingly for the sake of cleaning things up quickly. But I think the notion that the Kens of Barbie world also need purpose and identity of their own that isn't tied up in being whoever Barbie needs them to be would be good. 
Barbie world and the real world are both messed up because they're unequal societies where people are not free to be who and what they want to be. They are told. And that's what's so insidious about patriarchy and toxic masculinity, is that it is presented as a solution to men to deal with their insecurities, emotions, and identities, when really, they might just need friends and a purpose that isn't obtaining a woman and things that make them truly happy. That's what's worth fighting for. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.